They say dog is a man's best friend. Do you know how to train dogs? Well, in today's episode, we do have special guests all the way from California who's going to tell us how she trains her lovely dog. But you know what? This is a special episode because not only do we have that guest coming from California, but it's also available on video. So you could also watch this episode on YouTube so you can see her lovely dog and how she trains. So go ahead and go to YouTube and just search for Bailey Dava or a shot of Bailey's. All right, today we do have a very special guest. It's my stepdaughter all the way from California, and she's here to share with us her tips on how she trains her lovely dog, Honey. Hi, Rhea. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks for having me. I'm honored to have you here. All right, so let's start first by getting to know um, Honey. Like, what breed is Honey? Well, she's actually mixed. I haven't quite got her DNA test to know exactly what breed she is, but I know that she's a mutt. And based off her look, she looks like she's got a lot of retriever, um, some Labrador retriever, or possibly even some Greyhound in her. Cool. And how did you get her? Was she a gift or did you have to adopt her? Um, so I purchased her. Um, it was actually quite an interesting story. Wasn't in the best financial circumstance at the time. So I got a really good deal on her. And um, I got her when she was about two months. So it was love at first sight. And then we just, we started our journey together from that day. Cool. And how long have you had her? Like how, how young is Honey now? So she's going to turn six on New Year's Eve this year. She's a New Year's baby. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. Yeah. You mentioned that you purchased her, right? But you know that there are dogs that you shouldn't be purchasing dogs that you should adopt and all that. How do you feel about that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, where I was at the time was I, I was definitely looking for a, a puppy that I could raise and really help shape um, at a very young age to be a really good dog. Um, sometimes it's hard to do that when you rescue dogs because they, came, they come with a lot of behavior issues. But um, I definitely think it's really important that they rescue dogs because especially in America, normally if there's an overpopulation of dogs that are in the shelter, um, especially if they keep getting returned after they're adopted. Normally they just euthanize the dog and that's really sad because they don't have a chance to really fight for their life or right. people who understand dog psychology in order to correctly help the dog and actually give them a chance, the right family or to, to live their life. Um, normally society just decides that they're not good for, you know, the community and they just take care of them. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you found Honey. And so I have seen a lot of videos that, you know, you say speak and then she tries to speak, right? Or obviously she dogs dog language and all that but how do you train honey um honestly a lot of it comes with just a lot of patience i mean normally there's there's a lot you have to understand about the dog psychology in order for them to even mm -hmm. respond to what you're trying to teach them or what trick you're trying to um show them or what behavior you're trying to correct and so forth but a lot of the person i really look up to is caesar milan so i learned so much about him but it, it, it came with just how the relationship and how to have one with your dog and everything else follows after that um but really it's like a reward-based method that i use use and dogs are they don't really rationalize they just react yeah and so it's really easy when you stay persistent normally if, if i'm asking her to do something if a dog doesn't know what you want they'll bark yeah. that's how i taught her how to speak so right when she actually barked i just i i related it to the word i added the word speak and then i rewarded her with a treat so then she knew exactly what i wanted when i said that word and then it was the same thing for every other trick after that can we hear honey speak yeah <laughs> sure ready speak <laughs> Could you hear that one? She's not a loud barker unless she hears like someone outside. So it's a little bit quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. All right. Now, um, what was the first trick that she mastered? So yeah, I can take you through the series if that if that works for you. If you want to learn each trick in order of how she learned it. Definitely. 
Okay, cool. Oh, so the first one she learned was sit, which was good. But then before you reward her, every trick I had her do, I always had her make sure she made eye contact with me. Eye contact is shows a lot of trust from your dog. Um, it also shows the utmost obedience and respect from them. So look at her. She's This is called sit pretty. <laughs> now she's just doing too much because she wants the treat. <laughs> okay, wait. So sit, she looks, and you reward. Cool. Good girl. The second one was paw, look good. Okay. And the next one was other paw, look good and then i do knuckles on both hands knuckles <laughs> knuckles look good and then the next one was i'm pretty sure i taught her lay down after that down good look girl and then i go all the way all the way okay then after this then i taught her how to roll 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 over. good girl so that's <laughs> that's where we started <laughs> pretty cool all right and so what kind of treats do you give her is it normally like you know the dog the normal dog treats that you give her yeah i mean i give her i really took it lay down I took it really seriously when I started looking at all the ingredients that were in the dog food I was giving her and the treats and any generic brand that you buy normally from a grocery store will have, it's, it's normally not healthy. Um, even if you go to like a pet shop. So normally I go to Petco and that everything that I get her is normally all organic, um, all natural, um, or it's from straight from a farm or something like that. So it's like strictly chicken or, or raw stuff sometimes. And um, I, so for example, the, the brand I get all organic and it's, it's bought, it's, they only sold at Petco, and I'm not sure if they have Petco there, but oh. that's where um, where I buy all of her stuff. Every brand of treats or food, everything is from that. Cool. So we could say that Honey's a healthy dog. Yeah, she's very healthy. And if you see her build, she's, she's, it looks like she may have some greyhound in her. So, um, it looks like she's extremely athletic, you know what I mean? And so I work her out a lot. Yeah, so what kind of workout do you guys do? Do you just like run around in the park every day? When I exercise her, I take her for a walk every day and I'll jog with her sometimes if I'm feeling <laughs> like I want to be active. But um, normally I'll exercise her and I walk her about a mile. Um, other than that, I sometimes will put her on a treadmill if I don't have time to, to work her out. Um, but then when I take her to the dog park, yeah, treadmill is actually an excellent way. It's not something where you want to use it as an excuse to not go outside with your dog because I mean it's so important that you know you stay loyal and show your dog integrity that you stick to you know the daily routine of making sure they get exercise that they need um, but when people have busy work schedules and stuff like that if you have a treadmill at home it's a really good way to discipline your dog and you just tie the leash up to the bars um, and then you exercise them and that releases so much energy which is really good for them and another thing I wanted to add to that is exercising your dog is so important especially when they're a puppy because it disciplines them it shows them structure but at the same time when people are complaining that their dogs are or their puppies are that their puppies are biting everything or chewing on things it's normally dogs just do that because they're bored they're not being stimulated or challenged enough mentally and psychologically so that drains a lot of energy psychologically more than it ever will physically um and that's one thing that the treadmill can do um, other than that we go to the dog park very often and they have obstacle courses at the dog park that she's mastered really well cool we don't have much of dog parks here but you know that your dad takes toby and mocha just to the regular park just to do their walking right and the question though is what do you normally do when she does something wrong or does something bad like you know when your dad sees mocha or toby pee or poop somewhere where they're not allowed to your dad normally does something to them so what do you do to honey when she does something like that yeah no i that's actually a, a really good question and i think it's important that people especially dog owners they understand the difference between that because um when it comes to punishing and disciplining a dog i i, I don't consider punishing a dog to be exactly correct i definitely like the the understanding or the concept of disciplining a dog and when you when you place you know limitations and boundaries 
boundaries and set rules and guidance for your dog, they always are looking to you for what to do. Normally they'll just do it if they don't have rules, you know, they will start misbehaving and doing all those things. Yeah. Um, but for example, when Honey does something wrong, I have to just, when I say check her, I mean, I have to, I have to be calm and assertive and I have to basically be dominant so that she knows to, to just stop what she's doing. Right. And what, the message I always try to send her is through energy. I hardly ever really use sound, but normally it's like what my move, my body language or the energy I'm giving her. Um, and she just knows. So normally when you do a dog that's something you don't want them to do, you always want them to, to, to surrender to the activity or to submit. So you want them to relax, you want the brain to go back and you want them to just basically look at you for more direction. Mm -hmm. And then that's how you start to navigate or guide them. But yeah, Honey's, and Honey's an interesting case too, because if anybody who knows Honey knows that she is the most hyper dog ever to be walk this earth. Yeah. And so it was a really big challenge for me because I was looking for a much more calm dog. I was looking for a dog with low energy and she was the last one of her litter so it's not like I really had a choice and I just they always say you don't get the dog you want you get the dog you need and she was an excellent dog for me because of that high energy level it taught me how to really like be patient and calm and basically just stick to my guns with her it, it, it disciplined me a lot because she's a lot to handle but I, I basically made it work you know yeah and we could see that you know from the videos that you post on her Instagram right she has her own Instagram account um, what yeah. <laughs> like the best moment so far that you've had with Honey? Honestly, I think the best moments that I've had with her have been correcting her behaviors, really, because even though she's a very extremely well-trained dog, she still can, like, she'll get weird around other dogs sometimes. And it, when she's at the dog park, she's learned a long time ago how to approach dogs correctly and how to, um, how to be polite and just basically calmly go up and sniff and not make the dog feel uncomfortable or like they need to react or defend themselves in a certain way. And so the thing about dog parks is even if you train your dog well, mm -hmm. the other person, the other owners may not have had well-trained dogs as well and they, they're off leash too and that was the exact case with Honey and I or Honey and the other dog is Honey went up politely and was just being a dog and that dog wasn't supposed to be at that park it wasn't the kind of dog that should be at an off leash park and ended up just reacting and biting Honey oh my. so yeah it gets <laughs> it gets scary sometimes when you get to go to the dog park yeah but how is Honey when like she's around kids like you know when you walk oh she's great okay yeah so she's she's actually really good and that's I mean these questions are great because it's so important and I think a lot of people don't even consider mm -hmm. the things that I had to do to make sure honey was good around kids it's not like you can have a dog and you just bring around a kid and wait and see how they act um for honey it was like i had to make sure like i have younger siblings hmm. dre reyna and then my sister who's here she was really she was younger than like 10 at the time when i got honey so um when kids what you what you know of kids is they're they're short right so food in their hands hanging low that's normally the dogs right where the dog's mouth is or when they drop food all over the floor or when they drop toys and things like that and so even even other than that like when kids play with dogs they pull on their ears they pull on their tails they pull on their paws and they do things that dogs in the dog world normally would just they they have the right to react like that because it's not normal in the animal kingdom right but because i have siblings and stuff like that um i raised honey so that she would be uncomfortable with the most uncomfortable movement and not even react or if, How if zoe or reina or dre were to pull on her ears like she would she would it's just like nothing to her she knows it's nothing and the way i did it is because i just had to assertively as she was a puppy mm -hmm. like make her comfortable with all that whether i was snuggling her or i would always practice just touching her in areas and make, making sure she didn't react to it you know what i mean so she would be comfortable with anything that a kid would kind of do as far as the food the food's good because as you can see the treats have been on the floor this whole time and she has respect she's leaving this perimeter here and she knows that it's my food basically i've claimed it so if, if she's gonna have it it's only gonna be on my terms and now i can drop food on the floor at any time and honey knows not to take it she'll just look at me like if she can't <laughs> 
and normally I'll say yes, but you know uh, what I mean? So for example, if you throw the treat in front of her, she knows and she'll, she'll, she knows to look, okay. then she takes it. So I bet, you know, that took a long time for her to really master that and not eat the food that falls off the floor, right? Because I think with most dogs, yeah, the, the initial reaction is, I'm gonna go get that food, right? Honestly, yeah, no, absolutely. I think any dog would, especially if they're not trained to, to know otherwise, they that's just normal. I mean, just like a human, if you see something yummy, you're gonna go try it. Um, especially because dogs, like 85% of them, they use their nose, then it's the eyes and ears. But they, when it, to be honest, to answer your question, it didn't take me very long at all. And it's just because I really prepped myself as far as like, I already had dog training experience before I got honey. So I knew exactly how to, to prevent certain behaviors before they ever even became a problem or before she ever showed it. Like whether it was with kids or food aggression and stuff. So food is the biggest thing because in the animal kingdom, that's like where they have to, that's their territory. They claim it, they, when they eat over things, they hold it with their paws and they're, they are supposed to fight, you know, the others if they come after the food. And so there's a lot of people that put their, their dogs uh, bowl of food down and they're scared because they will like, and you're not supposed to live like that with your dog. You know, your dog's supposed to respect the, the hand that feeds them in a sense. And so with Honey, it took about, I'm not even kidding you, it took me about like five minutes just to teach her. And it was because she was a puppy. When their brains are like that and they're so young, that's like, the, that's the most impact you can make and imprint you can leave on them. Yeah. And so I taught her right away with her, the bowls of food I was giving her with treats, like eye contact is the biggest thing because then she knows it's mine and she can only take it if I say yes. Like this eye contact here mm -hmm. and she'll wait there like <laughs> till, till two days later till I'm like, okay. <laughs> Okay, cool. All right. Um, I know that a lot of other uh, maybe viewers or listeners out there would want to get a dog, but would want to be, you know, as good as you, like, you know, how you train your dogs. Any tip or advice for them? Yeah, absolutely. I think the most important thing you can do is like a lot of people will research breeds and they'll say what breed would fit me the best based on my lifestyle or my needs or what I like in dogs, but I don't like in dogs. Like, for example, people who want a happy-go-lucky family dog, they're normally going to go with a Labrador or a Golden Retriever. And if people who want like a tough dog, they'll seemingly go for a pit, rot, or German Shepherd or something. But I think it's extremely important when you are searching for a dog, whether it's a rescue or a brand new puppy or whatever, um, energy level. So if you're gonna research a breed, research the breed with the energy level that matches yours. So if you're a high, you know, high energy person, uh -huh. you find the dog that matches you. If you're low energy, you'd probably want a low energy dog. And so I didn't even know what breed honey or energy level honey was. Let alone she's a mutt. I don't know exactly what she is, but all I know is her energy is as high as mine. So it was as much of a challenge for me to call myself yeah. to make sure she was in check. But honestly, like the dog you get should be, is always going to help you make yourself better because it, you have dogs feed 100% off of their owner's energy. So if you see a dog that has behavior issues or they're reacting the wrong way or they're fighting with dogs, that's because they're feeding off of the owner's energy, whether the owner wants to admit that or not. And so with Tani, she's really taught me because she she used to be like that on the leash. She would she would see a dog and she would just want to react and the, the dog wouldn't be doing anything. So I knew it was something I had to do differently. And now she's like, it's like cake when we walk her. But other than researching the breeds and finding the, the energy level, I think it's better to be realistic for people to find, to really be self-aware if they can fulfill the, the dog's needs. And the thing is, people think, the, the general person will think that the dog's needs is, you know, the best like food, treats, toys, and snuggles and stuff. And all that stuff comes after you, you earn their trust and you've exercised and the love and respect and stuff. So there's a lot more psychological uh, relationship and bonding that goes on with the dog before you can ever actually be like, well, people think a dog is like play fetch and stuff you know what i mean all right cool now um i know that she has her own instagram account where you post some of the videos <laughs> train her so do you want to invite others to go follow her instagram 
web page. Absolutely. If you guys are listening and you want to check out some dog tricks or pretty much if you just want to smile because Honey's adorable and she knows how to make people do that. <laughs> her Instagram is at honey underscore Dava, D-A-V-A. And um, her TikTok is give me some honey and give me is G-I-M-M-E, some honey. Awesome. All right. So for all of you out there, go check it out. Well, thank you so much, Rhea, for sharing your tips and you know how you train Honey to be the adorable dog that she is. So thanks everyone for tuning in. And again, remember, life is short. So go ahead and get drunk on life and take a shot of Bailey's.